financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or a skilled mechanic, Corey Sickles of Safe Harbor Retirement Group is the professional who helps to get everything financially tuned. Corey Sickles is the president of Safe Harbor Retirement Group. He believes in providing personalized, high-quality financial services for a diverse group of clients at all income levels. Corey has been helping people reach their retirement goals for over 19 years. Contact Corey at 614-760-0670 or on the web at safeharboroh.com. And now, here's Corey to help you be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and our co-host, Tony Shore. We are excited to have you join us today. In this show, we will be discussing beneficial strategies that can help listeners avoid mistakes when dealing with individual retirement accounts, known as IRAs, and their legacy. Well, Corey, that sounds like a great topic. Uh, I know that uh, legacy planning and IRAs can sometimes be tricky, and a lot of folks have them but don't really think about them or, or understand what can be done there or what they should be doing. So uh, this sounds like a great topic, but uh, before we get started, I wanted to ask how everything is going there with you at Safe Harbor. Everything is going good. It is, uh, of course, it's a busy time of the year for us. Yeah. Um, you know, this also is the week for the Memorial Golf Tournament. So we have a lot going on in the Dublin area as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, looking forward to spending some time up there watching it. How about you? Oh, yeah, that's exciting. Well, yeah, I love the, you know, the summertime and it's been a good year so far. Um, but uh, before we get started, maybe you can give our listeners just an overview of what an IRA actually is and what, what makes up somebody's legacy. You know, Tony, that's a great question to start us off with, you know, today. You know, an IRA is really an account set up at a financial institution that allows an individual to save for retirement with tax-free growth or on a tax-deferred basis. Now, there are definitely many different types of IRAs. You have traditional IRAs, you have Roth IRAs, and simple IRAs. Some are more common than others, and there's, you know, for many reasons. But the two most common IRAs are the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA. Now, there are definitely two distinct differences between the two. You know, with a traditional IRA, you know, you possibly get a tax reduction for the savings you contribute to the account. Now, this deduction um, can reduce your taxable income, so you're basically not paying tax on the income you set aside in a traditional IRA, and the savings grows tax-deferred. When you withdraw the money, the distribution from the IRA is included in your taxable income as ordinary income. Also, there is a Roth IRA, and a Roth IRA is going to provide potentially tax-free savings and distributions. Mm. Unlike a traditional, you don't get a tax you know, deduction for your contributions, but when you do take that money out at some point in time, it, it will come to you tax-free. Well, that sounds great. I, I wonder why, um, uh, you know, it sounds like the Roth has a lot of advantages over the traditional, but we'll, we'll get into that here in a bit. Now, at the beginning of the show, Corey, you said that IRA stood for individual retirement account, but I want to remind you that 
Uh, I think it stands for internal revenue account because of the <laughs> tax situation, at least the traditional, right? That is correct. And, and one of the things that I would probably say with that, too, is, uh, you know, the nice part about a Roth is, uh, as I said, you're going to be able to take that money out tax free. And, you know, if you're going to retire, say, you know, 5, 10, 15 years from now, um, odds are taxes will be higher. And uh, believe me, the IRS does love when you put money into an IRA because more, more than likely you're going to pay more in taxes than you would today. But with a Roth IRA, of course, it grows tax-free, and you're really not going to care what that tax bracket's you know, at that point in time. Ah, Well, I appreciate that explanation of IRAs. Now, may, what can you tell us uh, about what you mean when you refer to somebody's legacy? Well, legacy is, you know, is really synonymous with assets, inheritance, and possessions. Also, it echoes permanence and represents a lifetime. And because of it, you know, because of its imperative to work with the right financial professional, you know, like myself and the right firm. So you want to be able to plan and review your financial legacy with a financial professional that can, you know, be the first step in protecting it. Now, it may shock you on how many people do not plan their financial legacy. A study done by LegalZoom called Statistics on Last Wills and Testaments states that approximately 55% of American adults do not have a will or an estate plan in place. Even more specifically, and possibly more shocking, a survey at rocketlawyer.com states that 41% of baby boomers have not legally stated who will get their inheritance. Wow. You know, also from this survey, 52% do not you know, have a will to protect their family as well. Now, you know, however, people are starting to plan their financial legacy a little bit more frequently than they have in the past. A pull done by ABC News states the number of people who have a living will has grown from 17% in 91 to 34% in 99 to about 41% currently. You know, so it is good to have a financial legacy planned. It can also be a part of how you will be remembered. And, you know, if you go back and look at, you know, some of the other people um, you know, Michael Jackson didn't have, of course, a will, and that's still a uh, financial mess, you know, tied up with lawyers and things. And yeah. most recently, Prince. Prince has not, didn't have a will or a trust either. And here's all I'll say about this. It's best to plan now uh, in case something unexpectedly does happen to you. You're going to want to make sure it goes the most tax-efficient way to your beneficiaries. I, I would agree. I, I think that's so important, and uh, you brought up a good point with Prince and and things like Michael Jackson. These people with, uh, especially with a lot of money, not having a will, I, I just can't fathom that. Uh, it's just uh, it just boggles the mind. So I wonder why more people out there don't plan out their financial legacy. Uh, and I also find it kind of interesting that we use the word legacy instead of inheritance. Well, you know, Tony, this is something, you know, we've definitely talked about before, in, you know, in previous shows. But oftentimes a legacy can be something quite different than an inheritance. You know, mostly what people think of as, a, as their legacy is the money that they leave behind or their loved ones. Now, there are also others of you, you know, their legacy as including charitable giving, donations to something they feel strongly about, like a church or, you know, some sort of museum that they'd like to donate money to. You know, legacy comes across as more all-inclusive, whereas an inheritance is usually just referencing the money you leave behind to your family and loved ones. So legacy is more than just the money someone leaves behind. It's also your story, and it's really how you want to be remembered um, when you're no longer here as well. 
Sure, and I I find that interesting. It's so true, though. Now, there are a lot of people, Corey, in my own life that have gone on but have really left a lasting impression on me. I think of my uh, grandfather and my grandmother uh, on my mom's side. So with the topic of our show today, avoiding IRA and legacy mistakes, what are some mistakes um, uh, that our listeners should avoid out there? You know, Tony, this is a great segue into our topic of mistakes to avoid when IRA and legacy planning. You know, people have worked hard to build their retirement assets. And believe me, I want their assets to continue to work hard for them throughout their working career and more importantly, their retirement years. Then at their passing, I want their legacy to continue on for generations to come. So the first mistake to avoid is not taking control of your assets. It's important that you are no longer working at a specific company, then your money should, you know, should not be either. So you do want to take control of it. And if you do leave, you know, that company with a 401k or anything like that, you're definitely going to want to take control of that and put it into some type of investment that you you, you can control on a daily basis. Yeah. And um, I think that's, that's important. Now, I recently saw a Wall Street uh, Journal article uh, that was called the 401k versus the IRA. And it focused on taking control of your assets when you retire. And uh, it just highlighted some of the differences. Uh, But there are a number of points in that article uh, that were pretty interesting. Uh, It said that um, by taking control of your assets, it gives your heirs the opportunity to accumulate tax deferred wealth. uh, And in even some cases, possibly tax free uh, uh, money passed along. So, um, you know, I think that um, the more choices you have, the better, right? Well, I, I definitely would agree with that. And, you know, that's some great information you just provided, you know, Tony. But according to a 2013 investment literacy survey, roughly nine out of 10 Americans, or 92.6%, dramatically underestimated the total 401k fees the average household will pay over the course of a lifetime. Also, more than half thought under $50,000 in fees, you know, would occur. But the reality is upwards of $150,000, you know, plus per household. So depending on someone's specific situation, you know, rolling their 401k plans into an IRA, it may be a beneficial option for them. Now, when considering this, it's always good to, you know, to meet with a financial professional like myself that's going to make sure you're making decisions that are in your best interest. You know, this leads into the next mistake to avoid on our list, which is really failing what we call the rollover test. Well, maybe you could explain to us, Corey, what the rollover test actually is. Of course I can. You know, when rolling over funds into an IRA, an individual only has 60 days to invest the funds um, or reinvest the funds, including amounts withheld for tax purposes or risk losing the deferred status of the investment, essentially making it, you know, a completely taxable distribution. Now, there are two types of rollovers, the indirect rollover and the direct rollover, which is really called a trustee to trustee rollover. But a, a direct rollover transfer is much simpler and has fewer, you know, potential pitfalls. So it's important to avoid these pitfalls completely. So when you have a choice, 100% of the time, you're always gonna to wanna to do a direct rollover or transfer because there's no 60-day time frame that you have to you know, wait on. Right. And as a reminder, in order to avoid penalties and taxations, you, know, you must complete any indirect rollover within 60 days. And believe me, those 60 days can go by very fast. So if you do it the right way, do a direct rollover and you never have to worry about the 60-day period. Oh, that's that's good news. Well, and I know that I'm sure that you always recommend the direct 
um, and it sounds like that's the better way to go, right? Yeah, that's the only thing that we really recommend for our clients is a direct rollover. Sure. Um, it's a lot cleaner. You don't have to worry about the 60 days, and you definitely don't have to worry about any taxes being withheld on that rollover as well. Sure. All right. Well, you know what? Our time is actually up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick break? Yeah. You know, preparing for a retirement, whether it's understanding your Social Security benefits or learning about mistakes to avoid, believe me, it can be overwhelming and even nerve wracking at times. But you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com and click on that Financially Tuned logo. Or you can call my office at 614-760-0670 to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit that's going to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Now with this toolkit, you're going to get the information you need to help secure your retirement because this toolkit's dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that will stand the test of time. Also, I'd like to also just mention real quick that if you would like to schedule a meeting with me to discuss you know, a financial plan or even rolling over an, an IRA, uh, if you're listening to the 98.9, the app, um, or streaming online, you'll be able to click on me and you can schedule a meeting with me right there. Oh, that's handy. Well, thanks, Corey. And listeners, stay tuned. We're gonna be right back to learn more about ways to prepare for retirement by avoiding IRA and legacy planning mistakes with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group right after this. There can be many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Safe Harbor Retirement Group at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and experts who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help ensure your financial security. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and our co-host, Tony Shore. We've been talking about IRA and legacy planning mistakes and how to avoid them. Now, in the first segment, we covered an overview of what an IRA and legacy is. An IRA is an account set up at a financial institution that allows an individual to save for retirement with tax-free growth or on a tax-deferred basis. A legacy, on the other hand, is leaving behind your assets for your family and loved ones. We also went over planning mistakes to avoid by taking control of your assets and not failing the rollover test. Well, that's a lot. We've We've covered a lot. Thanks for the recap, Corey. Uh, I think it's been a good conversation. Uh, I don't think it can be stressed enough the importance of proper IRA and legacy planning. I mean, you, you don't want to have your retirement or your finances at risk because of poor planning. Uh, and that's really important. And that's what you help people with, isn't it? That's, that's definitely right, Tony. You know, another mistake that should be avoided is having too many retirement accounts. For example, you know, the retirement accounts someone can accumulate over the years include, you know, CDs or 401ks or 403bs or thrift savings. You might have IRA accounts, brokerage accounts. You might even have an annuity policy such as a variable or fixed indexed annuity. But having too many retirement accounts is a common problem when people come in to see me for the first time. 
You know, in some scenarios, someone can have as many as 10 different retirement accounts with very little knowledge of any one account. But with so many accounts, it can be very easy to, you know, to make some costly mistakes. So it's definitely good to review these, you know, these following questions to help make sure you're aware of these potential mistakes in hopes of avoiding them. The first one is, is do you know how to calculate all your required minimum distributions for multiple accounts? You know, what happens if your calculations are wrong? And from which account should you take your, your required minimum distribution from? With losses also affect your retirement? Are your beneficiaries set up properly on all of your retirement accounts? So these are definitely some questions that you're gonna to wanna to be able to answer. Well, it's good to know. I mean, I, I realize there can be some costly mistakes if somebody has too many retirement accounts. So what are some ways people can avoid a lot of these mistakes? Well, you know, Tony, my solution for someone with many retirement accounts, you know, it's going to vary depending on their specific situation. But, you know, let's, for an example, say I have a client that has 10 accounts. I would encourage them to consolidate their funds into maybe three different types of accounts, you know, an IRA, a Roth, and a non-qualified funds. By consolidating their accounts, they're going to be able to minimize confusion and potential errors as well long term. Additionally, I try to optimize their accounts to take full advantage of all the IRS has made available, as well as the asset allocation for overall desired risk and return. Consolidating can also help minimize confusion, which allows for, for you to be able to optimize and allow for the client to take advantage of all their options available to them. So it's important to note that planning today can prevent costly mistakes tomorrow. And just like we've always talked about, you know, you need to always start planning for retirement today. Yeah, the sooner the better, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, I think that's that's really important. So uh, now, what's another mistake to avoid when your IRA and legacy planning that you might have on your list there for us to review? Well, the next one would be basically paying fees and loads on your IRAs. You know, hidden costs such as paying fees and loads on your IRAs, it can be really a silent killer. It may even cost more than income taxes. Well. Yeah, it, it can, I would assume. So that's really important. Maybe you could give us an example of ju just the impact that loads and fees could have. Of course, Tony. Now, let's say I have a client named Roger with $100,000, and he has an account that grew 4% you know, uh, for 20 years. After 20 years, the account paying no fees had a balance of 38501 more than the account paying the 1% in annual fees. In addition to the 26,870 of fees, there's also an additional loss of 11,631 due to the opportunity cost of the money paid in fees. You know, also another example, if Roger paid an annual fee of say a half a percent, his account would be worth $198,000. Or if he had, you know, a zero account, you know, a 0% account, it'd be worth about $219,000. So you need to make sure that you understand you know the fees that you're paying and one of the things that we do for all of our clients or prospects when they come in is we run a Morningstar report on all of your assets so you can see all the fees that you are paying. I've heard Corey that failing to establish separate accounts can cause problems with IRA and legacy planning. That's right Tony. You know another mistake to avoid is failing to establish separate accounts and what I mean by a separate account is that to be eligible to stretch distributions from an inherited IRA over you know, their individual life expectancies, each beneficiary must have a separate account. 
Now, without separate accounts, all beneficiaries will be treated as if they had the same life expectancy as the oldest beneficiary. Also, it's important to note that this, you know, the separate account rule cannot be used by the beneficiaries of a trust, and that's according to the IRS 590, Chapter 1. Another mistake to avoid is failing to review and update, update your designated beneficiaries. So some great questions to ask yourself about your beneficiary designations are this. Are they up to date? It's up to you to make sure they are. You know, is it in a secure location? Um, another one would be is, is, do you actually have primary and contingent beneficiaries? You know, a lot of times I just see primary. I don't see contingent. And another thing you wanna also do is, you know, are you gonna be giving this to minor children? You know, in the state of Ohio, a minor child receiving an IRA is actually the age of 21. And do you wanna be able to restrict your beneficiary? You know, here's an example. You have two kids. You know, one kid you give $1,000 to, right? A year from now, they're going to have the $1,000. Your other child, you give that $1,000 to, and before they leave the house, the $1,000 is spent. So if you want to be able to restrict that, you'll, you'll, you can actually set that up that way to make sure they can't actually blow through all that money. And the last thing is, is, is a multi-generational payout. Um, do you want to be able to do that? And here's the nice part about it. I just talked about a lot of different stuff on that. But when you do come in and see us, we can actually show you on how to, how, on how your IRA can be set up as a multi-generational. So you can, how you, you know, it's going to show you how you can turn a $200,000 IRA into a $500,000 IRA. So um, it, it's a nice little report that's going to show you on how you can maximize, you know, your assets and leave that legacy that you plan on. Well, Corey, this is really helpful. Now, let's continue down the list. What other mistake can you warn us about that we need to avoid? Well, you know, another mistake to avoid is overlooking tax deductions during distribution. You know, chances are someone may think they're saving for the retirement, but really, they're really saving to pay Uncle Sam. You know, once they start an IRA or a 401k or any other type of qualified you know, plan, Uncle Sam becomes your partner. To put this statement into perspective, for every dollar someone saves in taxes, they would need to earn a you know a dollar fifty to net the same one dollar. You know we're assuming a say a thirty three percent tax bracket. Now remember, once someone reaches retirement, you know they quit earning income, so the distribution savings and tax becomes even more critical than the accumulation phase for retirement. And so it's possible that you can make more money by saving on taxes than by making more money. You can also do this by you know, having any after-tax contributions put into your IRA, creating basis, which means that a portion of each payment should be considered tax-free. So this topic of cost basis can really create a significant confusion for, you know, for clients and prospects. Mm -hmm. So perhaps you have a, you know, after-tax contribution to one account, but take a distribution from another account that's pre-taxed. Regardless of where the distribution comes from, you know, part of each distribution should be really tax-free to you really on an you know, aggregated pro rata share. So the custodian of someone's IRA accounts will not know if their contribution is tax deductible or not. It's their responsibility to know whether they have made after-tax contributions. Yeah. Now this is always a concern you know, for my new clients. You know, my firm will assess the cost basis in all, you know, in all of someone's accounts to ensure appropriate taxation upon distribution as well. Well, you know what? That's good information. Unfortunately, we're completely out of time, so we have to jump to the end of the show. Uh, is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Sure, Tony. You can visit our website at safeharboroh.com, 
and you can download your complimentary retirement income toolkit, or you can call my office at 614-760-0670 to request a copy as well. With this toolkit, you're going to get the information you need to help secure your retirement because it is dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that will stand the test of time. Also, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can give me a call at 614-760-0670. I'll be more than happy to help you out. And again, if you're streaming online or listening to the 98.9 The App and you want to schedule a complimentary meeting with me, you can just click on me and you can schedule one today. Oh, that sounds great. That concludes our episode of Financially Tuned with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact... Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at safeharboroh.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 